Hello and welcome to On the Line. I'm your host, Cheryl Wilkerson. Happy Father's Day to all the great fathers out there. I admire you all so much. I know you don't get the love you deserve, but from my heart to yours, happy Father's Day. To that end, today it's a tribute show to the fathers. So I'm snagging men left and right, bringing them in the studio just so I can have a sit-down one-on-one with them. My first victim, I mean my first guest today <laughs> is one of my co-workers, DJ B. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Cheryl, thank you for having me. It's an honor, 100% an honor. Thank you, sir. Well, I'm trying to present uh, men that are in different scenarios. Okay. And so let's describe your scenario. You're a married man, and you have successfully combined families. Yes, yes. So give us the background on that. Uh, I have two of my own, two boys, and my wife has uh, three boys and one girl. So at six total, and um, I've raised uh, four of them. The other two was, oh, they was already grown, pretty mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the oldest being maybe... 14 when we got married mm-hmm. and that's my daughter my only daughter who had my only grandson and my sons all had girls wow you know <laughs> but uh yeah so we combined our family we combined our family my oldest currently now is married he's 28 mm-hmm. and my youngest uh last friday just graduated from high school congratulations thank you so why do you refer to all of them as my? Because uh, I treat them like mine. Uh, I love them like they're mine, they're, like they're my blood. And the way our family is, it's it's like that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, you know, they call me dad and they call her mom. Right. You okay. know, and that's just how our family is. It's just, you know, it's, those are titles, mm-hmm. but beyond the titles, it's what it is. You know, I treat them like I was treated growing up. The reason why I ask, I hear this statistic so often, 70% of second marriages fail. They fail because of the children. Mm. They fail because of the children because the children really resent their nuclear family Mm -hmm. being broken up and Mm -hmm. going on to, you know, the children might have been neglected or it just might be that, they just want their mom and dad back together. So 70% of those marriages fail. How have you been so successful? Um, I can see how that could be. But we just were lucky. Was it a long talk before you got married? Mm, no. But we lived. we all lived together before we got married. You know what I mean? So it was already two years before we got married, a family situation. And what's crazy is the 21st is our 10th anniversary. Oh, happy so anniversary. So to my wife. Yeah. But it was, uh, I can see how that can happen. I can see that how it could happen. It was a, it could have been potentially like that with one, mm-hmm. but sitting down talking and ironing things out, communicating. Communication. Yes, communicating. Okay. And uh, everything's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. That yes, yeah, ma'am. that doesn't. That's uh, especially with four. You said four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, one of them is gonna buck. You three, know? <laughs> three teenagers at once. Oh my gosh, you had your hands full. Yeah. So, what's the greatest joy you have about being a, a dad? Just seeing, you know, parenting is. There's no book. Everybody has a different 
situation. Nobody's situation is the same. You have similar situations, but there's nothing similar. So you, you're not an expert at parenting. You're always learning. And I think just seeing everybody succeed in their own way is mm-hmm. the reward I get. Um, all my kids graduated. Everybody stayed out Salute. of trouble. Salute. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, they they pass on. They have those values of, of bringing other people up and taking care of their kids and being there for their kids. And, you know, just seeing that is what was instilled in me. So being able to do that and keep that tradition of, parenting and and raising good humans is 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 tough you know you could ask your parents certain things but obviously things change when they was bringing me up computers and iphones wasn't you know accessible Mm -hmm. and now it is so you can't call your parents and be like how do you deal with your kids being on social media all the time they never had to deal with that they Mm -hmm. don't have the answer to that Mm -hmm. so that's just an example of uh trial and error in parenting and the the joy is just seeing them just growing up. It's wild. And and like my last one, Kamal, he would just graduated from high school. Just seeing him growing up and adapting to his situation with the you know with with his family, with his mom, and and our family, and uh, we treating him like he should be. And I don't know what was going on at the other house, but I know there was some negativity towards me. And because he would say it, you know what I'm saying? And being able to understand what that is and what that situation was and how I feel and how everything, when he was old enough, I was able to explain to him what happened from my side. You could believe what you want, but this is from my side. You don't just get to hear one side of the story. And, um, you know, he's fine. And he's such a a, a, a well-mannered, well-mannered, um, mm-hmm. mannered, Mm-hmm. Young man, I'm so proud. I'm proud of all my kids. I'm proud of all my kids. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's now at the grand, you know, we got grandkids and they're graduating from kindergarten. One <laughs> With your chest booked out yeah. over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just seeing that, that that's the, the joy of family and being a father and being head of the household and being and sharing head of the household responsibilities. You know, without my wife, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you always give love to your wife. You yeah. always talk about how wonderful she is. So yeah. when you were growing up, you saw your dad do that with his wife? Yes. I saw my, I'm lucky. My grandparents, both sets of my grandparents together. My grandparents knew each other. So mm-hmm. when I go one house to one house, like one would drop me off and they have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncles and aunts was together. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I was blessed to be able to see uh, families sticking together through thick and thin. You've seen things happen, but I've seen them stay together. And I was like, yo, I need to do that. You know, I tried it. I was the first, yeah, I was the first one in my family to get divorced. <laughs> Good job, Jesus. <laughs> Way to set the standard. But everything happened for a reason. So you can't ask certain questions because they've never been through that. Yeah, but with the years, they have some wisdom on it. Well, they right. Have, yeah, they right. have some insight, but they don't have the exact experience. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, okay. But, but there was no, you know, there was, you know, they never looked down on me about it or anything. You Why know? would they? Right, right. Yeah, no, no. You know, and um, oh, they, and they they love my, do I, do I say second? They love my family now. Mm-hmm. 
uh, as if, you know, we're all one. So let's think about this thing. You, both of your grandmothers are still alive. Yes. And you have a grandson. Yes. So your grandson, that's your great grandson's grand, what? Great grandmother. Great grandmother is yes. still alive. Yes. I, I had my got... great grandparents. I had my great, my saw, my great grandparents was together. What was your great granddad like? My great grandfather on my father's side, Grandpa Douglas, he was uh he was mobile. He was driving, but he was elder. Obviously, he was old. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when he passed. You know, he got bedridden. My other grandfather, I never met. He passed away before I was born. Okay, All right. um, but I just heard stories. Yeah, okay, you, you know, so that's important. And and I just hear those stories, and mm-hmm. my father be telling me because that's his grandfather, mm-hmm. and they was there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The story of you know him, my great grandmother at home, and wouldn't let them play anything but gospel music in the house. And yeah, they, <laughs> and a they lot leave, of those, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They leave and they playing whatever they wanted to play, and they look, they got to look out, and they wait for my grandfather to get home, and then they cut it off. <laughs> or, or you know, just a real story. My uh, He used to go to the shot house or whatever they called it back then, come home with his paycheck, and they had to hold him down. My grandmother had to take the money from him so he wouldn't spend it. Now, I've heard stories like that in my extended family of my mother's first cousins I remember one of the wives telling me how she would have to meet her father at the bus stop when he got off the bus Mm. from work and walk him home to make sure he wouldn't spend that Mm. that paycheck but they took care of the families right but they took care of the family at the same time Mm -hmm. so I'm thinking like she didn't work Mm -hmm. y'all wasn't hungry Mm -hmm. But y'all was still worried he would spend mm-hmm. that money mm-hmm. before he get, got home. So it was a, it's not the best family situation thing, but it happened. But they solved it as a family, too. You know, and he didn't go nowhere and she didn't go anywhere. So what happened that we went from that to where a young lady will say, I'm with child, and the first thing out of the mouth is, I need a DNA test. What? Why? Uh, What's going on here? I don't know, because we can't say that's, you know, new, because there's, there's a song that came out in the 60s called Papa Was a Rolling Stone. He, Correct. Pops had a whole other family across town, mm-hmm. but he still took care of home. But he still took care of home. Is that the part that we're missing? That's what we're missing. It's the the responsibility. It's Do you think dads think they... They, do you think dads that don't stay with their families, whether they're married or whether they were never married, do you think that they might be afraid that they would fail because it's so hard being a black male? Yeah. Or do you think they just want to be footloose and fancy free? Yeah. That's, those are definitely right answers. Mm-hmm. They're not good answers. Well, let me just say this. They're good answers, but they're not the right answers. Um, it's so many situations. It's so many you know, uh, I I've been through some things with one of my son's mother that I will I understand how somebody could disappear because because but I never understand that because when either. the mother makes <laughs> it hard, I just look because eventually the child is going to get older and the mm-hmm. child is going to ask questions and the child is going to realize, well, wait a minute, all this time I was thinking da 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 da, and really it's da 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 right right, and that could cause resentment. It could cause resentment. Um, it, it, it. I, I don't. I, I would never. Me personally, and I didn't, and I would have never. No matter what I was put through, 
I have a responsibility to, to raise this human, especially a black man in this country. Mm-hmm. I could not not be there for my sons. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and it goes the other way around too. Men put women through stuff too. Right. Um, but it's Father's Day. It is Father's Day. Happy <laughs> Father's Day, you all. If you just joined in, I am talking to my coworker. You know him, DJ B. Okay, go ahead. Um, you know, I don't understand the concept of not trying to be there and, and raising your son, no matter what posi- what situation you're going through. You try, you try hard. You got to because the children really don't care. They don't they care to be here. if you're not pulling up in the Maserati. Nope. They really don't care. They might ask for the latest J's, but they don't really want them. They want that arm around mm-hmm. them. This is why I get upset with that celebrity that has gone out and spread his seed everywhere mm. because he cannot be there when this one wants to be held at night, when this one is sick at night, when this one wants a bedtime story read, when this one wants you at the soccer match. You cannot be at all those places. And money, money, money does not cover it. Nope. And it gets me upset, nope. as you can tell. But yeah. I'm going to calm down. Yeah, calm down. And Cause it's there's, just there's people, people need to here. understand that. They care about you. Right. How many times have you heard now as a young man that, oh, people say, oh, we were poor and we didn't even know it. Because it was the love. Yeah, talking to my pops and, and you know, just having these deep conversations about life and growing up. And do you remember when this happened? And then he'll tell me, he's like, yeah, we didn't have much that much money. I didn't know. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't know. <laughs> right. But like you said, it worked out. It worked out. Because men stepped up to be men. Yeah. So what advice do you have for the young men coming up? Today? Um, I don't know, because it, it, it kicked in. You don't, You know, I was a young father, and you don't think you can do it, but it just kicks in, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I'm, I'm 100% sure that my upbringing had a lot to do with that. And what happens is it kicked in. So I think if you continue to do that, that will kick in through generations and generations. But my advice is just no matter what, just be there for your your your, your kids, your family. You know, um, every situation is different, but just raise these raise these men. They're the, they're the future. I know that's it's the truth, and I know it's uh, you always hear it, but uh, they're going to lead their future leaders. That is the truth. They're future leaders. So Happy Father's Day to everybody. I'm sitting here with DJB. We're talking about fatherhood. You mentioned earlier that you were a young father. So describe that feeling when you realized you were actually going to be in charge of another human being. <laughs> what was that like? I don't know. It was weird. It was like, um, oh, I'm, I'm going to re- be responsible for somebody. So automatically for me personally, I went into uh, it wasn't about me already anymore first. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, okay, I need to I need to be a father. Mm-hmm. I was indirectly taught by my father, my mm-hmm. grandfathers, and even my great-grandfather uh, that I had the honor to, to meet. And it just kicked in. Um, and a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes. And it's trial and error, but you but know, did you realize there were going to be mistakes, or did you think if everything was going to be perfect? I knew it was going to be mistakes. Okay, but even when you made the mistakes, you you didn't get down on yourself because you had the knowledge that there are going to be some mistakes, right? right? Okay. I had and and um, you know, 
it, it, it was some some things that I did get down and I was upset about myself. I, I should have known better to do it this way instead of this way. But that's all learning and you learn from that. Mm-hmm. And then I was, you know what? I My father was like, well, I was never a father before, before I had you. Right. <laughs> True. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I said, Dad, you did pretty well. I think I'm a pretty decent guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you raised a pretty good man. So mm-hmm. I think I could do the same. So I, that always stuck in the back of my head. So, um, it you know. I got down on myself, like I said, a couple of times in a couple of situations, but just remembered that, you know, learn from that. Is it more important for a young lady or a young man to have a father in their life? And that's probably a trick question. It is a trick question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Definitely, if I had to answer that question, obviously it's both. But if I had to ask that question, I would say a man. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally think that it's easier for a man to teach a man about being a man than a woman and vice versa. I think it's easier for a woman to teach a woman about being a woman Mm -hmm. than a man. Mm -hmm. Um, But I applaud everybody that steps up when they're in that situation. Right. But I think it's, it's, I just for how we see things are today. And we honestly do see the results of some men not being there. Mm -hmm. We always see the complaints about that and we don't, and thank you for doing this show because we don't hear enough about the fathers that are actually there, mm-hmm. which is much more than the fathers are not there. But and we see the statistics that it's not. But it's that's not true. When I think about the men fathers that I know personally, mm-hmm. they're there. So when I hear about those other cases, I'm like, is this real or not? Because I see the men stepping up. I see the men stepping up that didn't give birth, didn't right. you know, provide the life seed that made the child i see them stepping up so i'm like are we really telling this truth because i don't know maybe well they out there yeah but yeah. At, even in my circle and mm-hmm. and you know my my friends and i got a small circle but we're all fathers mm-hmm. and matter of fact my best friend uh just became a father at the age of 48 Ooh, what did you tell him i said you're gonna be the guy <laughs> that everybody think is the grandfather at the right. high school and it's like, nah, that's my son. <laughs> but so my circle, we're all fathers. But he probably has been acting as someone's mentor, father, father, mentor for many, many years. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And, and in different relationships as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was the last one of the bunch to actually. Uh, 48. 48. Wow. 48 and mm-hmm. I'm proud of him and, and all he does it it kicked in immediately for him mm-hmm. and his father's in his life too and you know mm-hmm. so again it's you know and uh, it's it's wild it's wild so I really think the way the world is now we need men and men you yes. know in yes. their corner um, real quick with the John Morant situation and everybody keeps saying where's the father where's the father I thought uh, the father was there and being vocal. We see him. Yeah. We see him. So I'm I'm bringing that up because there's cases where even the father's not there. I see. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. the father, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know what that situation is, but just painting a picture, just because we see the father's there doesn't mean that, you know, somebody can get off the wrong track. You're right. You know what I mean? That's a good example. That's a good example. On Father's Day or around Father's Day when you see a social media post and they say, uh, I, you know, you see women post that I'm 
I was there, mother and father, mm-hmm. so I'm toasting myself. Mm-hmm. Are you offended by those posts? No, nah, because I used to post. I used to. I used to shout them out. I used to say, even on the radio, I used to I'm say, "I'm offended." I, I I used to and say, "I don't have anything to do with it." <laughs> I'm offended. I, I used to say, "Shout out to the mothers that's playing the father role too," and I don't approve it. I did want. I think subconsciously I said it for not that person to hear it, but the person that's for the child. Mm-hmm. Um, because one, they didn't ask to be here. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the situation. Most situations are different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's hard to, for a lady to step in to be the father if the father's not there. Mm-hmm. I applaud them doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't agree that's with it. Right. You know, what I mean, it yeah. shouldn't even be that situation. Um, so I'm not offended by it, mm-hmm. but the older I get, it's like I think I'm more upset about the father not being there the than the actual statement. I know. So DJ B does the morning show with me. Mm-hmm. Check him out mm-hmm. every weekday morning, six to ten. Us, uh, but <laughs> check us out. Not on Juneteenth. Okay, no, not on Juneteenth. Not tomorrow. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> but uh, we did a story recently. We always do a segment called Good News, yes. and we talked about one father, and he was working three jobs, going to school, and he was still there for his son. And he, was I he a single father? He was a single father. Okay. And that's why I get upset when the ladies want to shout themselves out because the ladies have a day. And there are some fathers out here that are doing wonderful things. Let the fathers have their day. Cheryl's opinion. Just Cheryl's opinion, okay? <laughs> they coming for us. Let the fathers have their day. That's what I say about well, the, that. Well, the mothers are, they, they get 364 days, in my opinion. And even on this day, uh, today, I asked my wife, if she wanted to do something for me. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sweet. Uh-huh. So later on in the day, we're going to head over to the Juneteenth celebration, but we're going to ride our bikes, take the ferry from nice. Norfolk to Portsmouth. Nice. And it was something that I wanted to do, but I still uh-huh. had to ask her to do it. Not for permission, but, you know, I knew uh-huh. I was going to do it. Do you want to come with me? Do you want to come with you me? Know, that's my Father's Day. Probably. That's nice. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, you're going to have a nice day today. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I Did hope you have so. donuts this morning? No, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last, that's the only thing <laughs> no donuts this morning no donuts this morning <laughs> i'm talking with djb we are we're talking about fathers because yes. this is my father's day tribute and i just want to say great things about the fathers today because there are plenty of them out there my dad he was a great dad i think about him all the time i wish he was still here mm-hmm. one of the most fun things was when we would go out like on a sunday or a saturday and we would come back home and it would be late say we'd go to my cousin's house or something mm-hmm. like that and you come home, and I'd be so tired. And he'd pick me up and take me in the house. That's like, <laughs> that's your dream right there. Dad and his big, strong arms taking me in the house, you know? Man, listen, you're from Richmond. My grandmother's from Richmond on my mom's side. And she told me um, her mom passed away when she was young. Okay. So her father took care of them. Ooh. And she told me, she went to Maggie Walker High School. Mm-hmm. But before that, she told me her father taught her how to read by sitting in that park where Bojangles' st- statue is now. It wasn't mm-hmm. there then. Whatever. Abner Clay Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they read the billboards. That's how she learned how to read, by him teaching Ooh. her how to read because they wasn't doing it in school. Oh, my But that's, that's father stepping up. You oh know what I'm saying? God. And even, you know what, now you got me thinking. Did Bill Bojangles Robinson have children? 
I don't oh, know. I don't know. But he took care of the black children in that area because the white people would not put up a, a traffic light for the children going to school around there. And Bill Bojangles Robinson came out of his pocket and he put up the first traffic light wow. to keep the children safe. That's that's being a father. That's that's taking care of business. Shasta Granville T. Woods, uh, the, uh, the inventor of the traffic light, by the that's way. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. All right, so let's get back to this fatherhood. So mm-hmm. you, so when you found out you were going to be a father, you you weren't afraid, and you knew that you were going to be all right. You no, nah, I was, I was, I knew I was going to be all right. I think I was afraid of failing. But you knew you couldn't fail. I knew I couldn't fail. Yeah, I didn't want, um, I didn't want to fail. As in, I didn't want to let my son down i didn't want to disappoint him in anything and my father was my, my superman right i wanted right. to be my son's superman and i didn't want to do anything to not have my son have that same feeling about that same me. feeling yeah so how old are your sons now my oldest is 28 my youngest is 18 my oldest stepson is 34 then it's 32 then it's 26 and my daughter's 27 and do you still think about that, that you don't want to fail them? Or you, is it a time where you get past that as a father? No, nah, it's, it's, um, I still don't want to disappoint them. You still and I, and don't whatever, want to disappoint them. Yeah, whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. if it's advice mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, you're like, I hope this is good advice. Mm-hmm. And if it's. Uh, but you know what? P- put a pen right there. Mm-hmm. I always say, if you would tell your children to do it or not to do it, if you if you're talking about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know whether I should move to Florida because da 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 da. Well, if your child came to you and said that very same circumstances, what would you tell them? Whatever you tell them, that's that's the right advice because right you're advice. not going to tell your children the wrong thing. Right, right. you're not, right. and so you you are not going to tell your children right. the wrong thing. Right. I, and I don't think, even in the back of my mind, I, I don't think I would. Um, I'm, yo, I'm 100% blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with my father as well, it was, I was afraid of my father. M- me too. But it wasn't, uh, yo, he's beat me to death afraid. It was a more of a respect. Respect afraid. Afraid yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, not, and afraid not to let him down. And I, I, <laughs> I feel sorry for people that don't have that, never had that in their lives. Yeah, it's, it's. It's it's something we said it, but it's still hard to explain it mm-hmm. to somebody mm-hmm. that that haven't had that feeling, and mm-hmm. we know what that feeling is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have that same respect with my kids, which is dope. You know, we're we're cool. We could talk about anything, but they they wouldn't disrespect me. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't hopefully do anything to purposely disrespect me mm-hmm. if I'm not around. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna call you all day today. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Even if it's, you know, what's crazy? It's it's every time they text me, without me texting them, is special to me. You know makes what I'm sense. saying? It you makes know sense. that's because like they were thinking about they was you. thinking about you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, uh, oh, they love were. you because <laughs> you just said I love you. You know, uh-huh, and my uh-huh. kids, they all say I love you. Like the end mm-hmm. of our conversation mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No matter how old they get, so that's 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 what's even crazy. Fatherhood is is great. It's it's um, it's it's a blessing. It's such a blessing. Um, there's no feeling, no other feeling like it. 
when you're solving one of their problems mm-hmm. or when you're there for them, mm-hmm. the, the gratification you get from that is better than any party I've done DJ that it's better than it's really better than anything I think I've done in my life. It's something small. You know, when my son graduated, my youngest son last week and he found me in the on the bleachers. It was thou- it was a thousand people there. He found me. He looked and he smiled, which meant he looked for me, which meant he expect me to be there, which meant I was there, which meant he saw me and then I was there for him. That gives me goosebumps. <laughs> that gives me goosebumps. You know, so yeah. it's 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 just that little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he knows that I'm there for him. Mm-hmm. No matter what the other party said or what anybody said, he knows. Yeah, he knew. He saw you there and he knows. Well, I guess I owe you now, right? Not at all. Because we not had a nice chat today about not Father's Day. I could not have done it without you. This I is appreciate priceless. you. And you all, what he's saying about his children is true because I watch him <laughs> talk to them or, or talk about them mm-hmm. and he adores them. And I can tell they adore him. Yeah. So the DJB you see out in these streets on these turntables, that's one person. <laughs> but the dad, that is a totally different person. Thank you. Well, thank you, and uh, happy Father's Day to you. Thank you, and happy Father's Day to everybody listening, everybody out there. Happy Father's Day. That's true. You all have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Honor these men. Honor these kings. Ladies, you had your day. Honor these (laughs) men today. That's what Cheryl said. We will talk again next week. In the meantime, behold the green and gold.